See on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Listening to DC on CW Arrow Edition on Rainman Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rainman Digital app. It's available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rainman Digital. And you can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. And once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. I am your host, Lauren Alexander, and I have Bobby D with me. Hello, hello. And today we're going to be breaking down and discussing Arrow Season 6, Episode 4, Reversal. Uh, the Green Diggle team helps Felicity deal with Caden James. Which, uh, did you expect to see him again so soon? I, I don't know what I expect anymore. It, it's so weird because I think we're, we've been trained to where like the big bad was usually slapped, slapped you in the face on the, like, the, the finale. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every other than really Flash has kind of slow played a reveal of yeah. what's going on. You know, we knew he was coming back, but we didn't know when. There was no like fanfare about it or anything. Right. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know when I expected him back, and I was just like, I can, I can see how whatever is going on with him is going to end up being like a catalyst to get Oliver back in the hood. So, I guess better sooner than later. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, all right. So, let's get into some news for today. We've got something from... Actually, both of them are from comic book resources. Uh, first of all, Aerostar responds to Wild Dog co-creators' costume complaints. Now, uh, apparently, the co-creator of Wild Dog is not so pleased with the revision of the costume. And Rick Gonzalez, who plays Wild Dog, has responded to the criticism. Uh, he said, I, I did hear that Terry Beatty, the original creator of Wild Dog in the comics, comic books, wasn't too happy about the costume upgrade. Uh, and I totally get it. It can feel we're not keeping the integrity of Wild Dog the same, especially by changing his look. I promise you that Maya... The show's costume designer took everything from the original design and upgraded it and tried to make an homage to that while at the same time integrating him into the Arrowverse. And I I agree with him. I love the original costume. It's incredible. Now, that's a nice thing to say, but I think that's a bit much. Incredible? I don't know about that. Um, 
it's not the most incredible costume I've ever seen for a comic book character. No, and and I mean, either one of them, you're just like, how could he keep running around? Like, if he's officially part of the crew and you have, like, all this bulletproof, you know, material that's the, you know, and everybody has, like, these slick, and this dude's running around in a fucking hockey jersey. Yeah, a like, hockey jersey and, like, a hockey mask yeah, yeah, camo have, pants. Like, you have to do something because if not, he, it's just. He looks like a bad sidekick at that point next to the rest of them. Yeah, he looks like a kid dressed up. Yeah, a yeah. kid dressed up playing. And I actually saw him retweet a picture of, you know, because I guess this has been going around since the new costume came out, that if you look at how it is set up with the red and then the like the white buckles are the eyes of the dog. Let me take a look at that because I don't. It, 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 it was weird because I never looked at it like that. Now that's all I see is that. Like they actually kind of it looks like a dog on the front of the the thing, and it wasn't him that did it; it was a fan that, and then he just ended up retweeting the picture. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see it now? Yeah, I can see that. You know that the, the red part's still there that they're representing that he is still the you know I again I don't like the mask but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't really like it either because but... it's like pointy and it just seems like it's not. <laughs> It seems weird. It seems like it's going to hit his chest at a weird point. Yeah. But like, it does look like he fits in a little bit more, a little bit better. He, he, he looks like that, like that friend. If you would have kept him in that hockey jersey, it's like if you were to go out to like some kind of club and everybody else was dressed nice and I'm sitting there with like my flip flops and my jeans and my t-shirt. Right. And, and they're like, yeah, he's with us. No, he's not. That guy looks like a fucking bum and I'm not letting him in. That's what Wild Dog was in that old costume. For sure. <laughs> Definitely. The bouncer's not letting you in no. to fight crime, man. Yeah. You 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 look like you're, you're the, just you're the you're D squad. Yeah. You're the D squad. So, you're here with the A squad. Get out of here. I don't. I mean, again, they had to redo something. You know, it was just like Diggle. You know, we couldn't have him running around without a mask the whole time. They have to give him a helmet or something to cover up his identity. I got to say, I I understand being protective of what you created, but Beatty kind of sounds like, I don't know, like a child throwing a tant. Like, he just sounds dramatic here. This is, is his mind. <laughs> This change erases any trace of the original Collins and Beatty concept for the character. I would not be surprised if his name gets changed before too long as well. Uh, whatever was unique about his street-level costume has been replaced with the current standard-issue dark armored uniform, a generic third imperial guard from the left death blood stroke strike image big gun look. This is, this is a guy that's probably not getting any residuals off his character being used in the show. I mean, you know, I hope he is, but I, I don't know that that, you know, I, I like to be pretty considerate of uh, of creators and their intellectual properties. But at the same time, man, like I wouldn't be surprised if his name gets changed soon, too. Yeah. Well, can you calm down a little bit? Like, you don't you don't need to be a salty jerk about it. Yeah, because could you imagine like if they're like, uh. That green arrow is not our green arrow. We need him in the Robin Hood little hat. Right. And, and then and the mustache tights. and tights, you know, and you're like, that doesn't, you know, or even if they were to throw um, Black Canary, you know, in, in like the fishnets, like the comic. 
after a while, you just be like, it doesn't kind of make sense to like the reality based. Yeah. You know what they are doing. They stuck so true to wild dog costumes costume initially that like what I, I don't know what you want. Like it can't not evolve. Everyone has gotten new costumes. Everyone yeah. has gotten updated costumes. I, I'm, you know, sometimes I get possessive and protective of characters that I love that, I, you know, obviously I had no hand in creating them. I just have an attachment to them and I get kind of salty about different changes and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't mesh, they are going to have to adjust it. It's just, I mean, just the way he wrote it just sounded real dramatic. And that's a bummer. Yeah. Sorry you don't like it. I, you should just be happy your that your character's on TV. Yeah. And that, that means your character might be in comics more too. Yeah. All right. So another article we have is Arrow Season 6 villain Richard Dragon is someone very important to Diggle. Uh, all right. So according to David Ramsey, he described Diaz, um, Richard Diaz, or sorry, Ricardo Diaz, um, as someone very important to his character. Uh, I almost said something that would give it away, but Ricardo Diaz ends up being someone very important to Diggle specifically. His thread plays out on a relationship with Diggle particularly. And I think that's pretty much all we've got. Like, uh, When asked how Dragon is different than a villain like Tobias Church, he added, he was a street-level thug. There's a street element to Ricardo, but Ricardo is much bigger than Tobias Church. His tentacles are much longer. Tobias Church was really street level. What an interesting use of words. His tentacles are much longer. That's kind of creepy. I know. Um, I mean, we're going to be seeing Dragon in the sixth episode. So we've got two more. Two more. Uh, yeah. He's going to be Diggle's drug dealer. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right? I mean... <laughs> Wait, no, no, because he said that he was much bigger, much larger, and, like, important to him in a different... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's pretty important to Diggle right now. You're right. can't say that it's not. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I don't know what else the like, like, important to Diggle. Who's important to Diggle right now? Whatever's not making him shake. Oh, God. I don't know. Now you got me all messed up, man. Like, and now I'm thinking about it. Okay, well... <laughs> so what I mean are we gonna bring back another like war buddy or I don't know maybe something like that I mean, that's basically what we've got for his past is like oh I knew this guy when I was you know enlisted I don't know I mean that's the, that, those are your two options it's his drug dealer because he's killed his brother <laughs> so it's his drug dealer maybe it's someone that has to do with his brother I don't know yeah, yeah who knows alright well with that, let's go to a quick break, and then we'll get into the episode. Every time they do that, I get hungry for chicken. DC on CW. We'll be right back. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. How many pedophiles actually came from transgender people? Like, how many pe- transgenders out there have been convicted... Of, of a sexual crime compared to, to the Catholic Church. Ooh. Ooh. We let, have you seen Spotlight? Listen, let's make it even better. 
you remember Batman Forever? Yes. Yeah. Go on. Remember Batman Forever where uh, the Riddler? Yeah. Remember he um, he gave Batman a choice? Yes. And um, he had to choose between Robin. Right. Or, or the hot name? Nicole Kidman. Right. Okay. Well, just imagine you were given that choice. Let's say you have a small child. Okay. And I'm the Predator Riddler. This is a really weird version of Batman, but yeah. okay. And um, on the left side, <laughs> it's a Catholic priest. And on the right side, it's a transgender male. Both of them have to use the female bathroom. Which one do you prevent going to the bathroom when your child is in the bathroom? Which one do you stop first? I'm going to drop both of them from a tube. And you must prevent one from going to use the same bathroom as your child. I'd hit him with the batarang. Which one? For <laughs> <laughs> Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Politic 3 program is reinstated. Open sesame! Variations in Trek. Uh, appetites have changed drastically, David. What worked on TV then will not work now, despite what people think they want. So the writers of Discovery are left juggling. How do we make this series be something similar, but also fit the times that we are in? How do we pair this trek, David? How do we pair this trek with the palette of modern audiences? And I give you this week's episode. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Can I get a round of applause? <laughs> Come on, David. Applause. 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 Pass the Romulan ale <laughs> and the hot Vulcan women. Pen far for everybody. <laughs> Or Ponfar. Ponfar for everyone. Ponfar for everybody. Bring out L- Lorsa and Baytor. They were hot. <laughs> those, are the, those are the Klingon women as well. We're bringing all of them. We don't care. And Tilly, too, please. Bring her so, out. Yes. I need to catch my breath. I was too excited. <laughs> Star Trek from the Holodeck. The Discovery Edition. Breaking down, analyzing, and discussing every episode of the new hit Trek series. Search for it on iTunes and Stitcher. Simply search from the holodeck. You can also find it on the Rain Man Digital app. Just search Rain Man Digital from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Hey guys, did you know that Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcasts, Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's super easy. The premium service includes video content, plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW bonus shows, and Supernatural, The Crossroads, and so much more. So head on over to patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. Lauren, what do you want to do for a bonus show? I don't know. I mean, we talked about doing like a long Halloween one, but I don't know what's going on with that. Well, we could always do that. I think that'll be our next one. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. 
That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. Welcome back. We're going to get right on into Arrow Season 6, Episode 4, Reversal. Directed by Gregory Smith and written by Sarah Tarkoff and Emilio Ortega Aldrich. All right, so... such a better reader of names than anybody on the network. Because <laughs> any, any of the rest of us read them are like... It's like every name ends with a question mark. Sarah Tarkov and Maybe. Emilio Ortega Aldrich? Question mark? Maybe. Maybe, perhaps. In one universe. <laughs> um, all right. So we've got the continuation of the Allicity reboot. Allicity 2.0. Um, Trademark. Main man digital. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, I guess there was discussion about, you know, the role reversals for Oliver and Diggle. And this week we see it with Ollie and Felicity. I'm not mad at it. Um, it, it it's it, it's a way to let let these characters kind of grow. Yeah. Without like Oliver being just like overpowering or you know on top of them well, at all times. He's finally letting go of control over the team. Mm-hmm. He's finally like calming down and more at peace with himself and the abilities of his team, and is letting them take control. Um, I'm. Oh man, I can't believe I'm about to say this, guys. But I'm not mad about Ollie and Felicity getting back together. Honestly, I wasn't. I'm not either. Uh, our our doucher of a other host was all hating on it. I, I it, this time it feels so much less forced. Yeah, on us. You know, it's. It's running its course of like a, a normal type of relationship where we don't feel like the, you know, I think last time, I think we can kind of chalk that up to the internet and the shippers. Yeah. You, you know, that, that we're just like, oh my God, they want it. We, ha- we have to do this now. Do it now. They're, they're asking for it. Can we, can we do this? Oh, push it, push it, push it. How do we get there? Um, I also... They've brought Felicity's character back for me, too. I don't hate her as a character anymore. It's literally the only thing I ever hated was bad writing for her character. Mm -hmm. They made her so naggy and just, ugh. And now she's back to Felicity. Yeah, right. I want to say for about two seasons, we were just waiting for her to say something to piss us off. Yeah, and she did regularly. Yeah, and now it's more what we kind of, I guess, fell in love with as her as a character. 
to where you know you see her charming and like kind of gullible but bubbly you know and she'll but she'll put each other they'll she'll put people in their place when they need it yes you know she's not afraid to stand up to the members of the team but she's just not as shitty about it i don't know i i'm not mad at it i never thought i'd see the day <laughs> you know i i don't i love her banter with terrific i love how much they they speak so quickly when they're talking to each other and they just banter back and forth as though you know yeah we're legit friends so it's i like this felicity this is the felicity that i loved this is the felicity that i was used to thank you for giving it back to me um so yeah but you know ollie takes a back seat in this episode for sure and it's very felicity centric um but it does cover their, you know, relationship as well. And they go out to dinner. Um, you know, someone makes mention of them being back together. And, you know, they they recognize them in public because, of course, it's the mayor. Um, and uh, it's just, I don't know. It, the Even the conversations they had about that seemed natural. Yes. Of, like, trying to find their footing and how, you know, we left off one place. But where are we now? And where do we need to start from as we're starting a new relationship with someone that we've had a relationship with. Um, because that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. You don't want to, they're trying to avoid the rut they fell into. Yeah. They have to start over and start fresh in a, in a particular way. Um, they do have a head start with the trust and the, the bond that they have, but you know, you can't treat it as just getting back together and picking up where you left off because then that puts you back in the same position. Yeah. Um, and so Felicity, you know, she makes mention that she wants to take it slow and she, doesn't want to go with him to fundraisers and like make big public appearances yet. They were supposed to get married and announced that like to the public. Yeah. And that got called off. So like it's a whole thing and that makes perfect sense. I think it would be weird and it wouldn't feel right and it would be another forced feeling thing if she were to just start going to fundraisers and public appearances and things like that with him on his arm again right now. I would I think- just use that as an excuse to avoid it. Right. Yeah, I, I just feel like we should take things slow. I don't really I'm not ready to be the mayor's arm candy yet. We've been together for 10 years and we're about to get married. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't really feel like I'm ready. You got nothing to wear? <laughs> I don't really feel like it's for me. Yeah, I, it is. I want to say even Ollie seems more charming and understanding and lighter. He absolutely is. He's so much more charming. And he's, 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 you can definitely see that whatever the way, I mean, even though he killed his kid's mom and all that shit happened on the island, somehow he seems to be like born again and refreshed. Yeah. I, I'm loving what is happening with his character. For the first time in a long time, he really feels like he's actually growing, you know, not just trying to, but it feels like it's actually happened. I, and I, I love it. You know, it, it, this show we had problems with because we felt like it was getting stagnant. You know, we felt like the we felt like over two seasons of Legends, we saw more growth in those characters than we were seeing on a show that's been around for, you know, five seasons. Um, And they're bringing it back. And I'm loving. I, I don't know. I'm loving where it's going. Yeah, because it's definitely you've. You know, I think they they made mention of, you know, it, you know, a lot has changed for them in that three years, you know, um, for both of them to kind of grow and 
Felicity to get a company and have it fail and come back and lose her legs. And Oliver, like we said, he's not so like dark and mysterious, let's say, as he was. When they originally started. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's not so secretive. At least he seems to be the one that's, you know, campaigning. Like, teams should tell each other stuff. Yeah, yeah. He seems much more open and and understanding of everyone. I mean, he really, honestly, I... So, first of all, I don't think that um, Oliver being a dad has negatively impacted the story of the show so far. And I don't think it's negatively impacted him as a character. No. And, And I'm very appreciative of that. I actually think that that's what's kind of projected him forward to being a more understanding and less control freak kind of person. You definitely, uh, when you have kids, you soften up and you learn a lot. You know, I can say that from experience and, you know, I've luckily been able to raise my kid from birth, not just get some shithead 12 year old that didn't like me at first. So, um, you can definitely see that the like i said the the being a father has changed him for the better and i think you know i admitted this last week i think i am a lot more attractive with my daughter than when i'm without him or without her sorry um and i think felicity might see that with him that you know look at him care for this person you know, oh right! You mean like when people see you and they see the 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 love and the caring? Yeah, just yeah. like the fun that me and Harley have together, and you know, you going to the donut shops and running through toy stores and all that. You can see that people look at me different than when I was, you know, just, angry, just walking around by dude. yourself. Yes, in the <laughs> <Yeah>. toy stores <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I can see that definitely. Um, so I don't know. I I just I I'm liking it, and that's. It's nice to feel that way. You know, I mean, we try not to just get grumpy and shit all over the shows. Yeah, and we've had listeners contact us and say, I know you guys don't like Olicity and all this other stuff. And that that's not true. We just didn't like the way they shaped it. We didn't like the writing yeah. of it. We didn't like how they were handling it. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that we are against characters getting together. We just wanted to feel natural and right. Um, and there was just things about their relationship that was kind of toxic to both the team and everything else. And you could see it. And I just don't feel that same way now. And it feels natural now because the characters have opened up to each other a lot more. You know, there's the problems that they had before where they didn't feel like they were telling each other everything. Well, they're not really hiding anything anymore. Um, the only thing that anyone's been hiding this season is Diggle. Diggle, Diggle, Diggle. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, okay, but that's also not a romantic relationship, at least. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, I still don't love it, but, you know, whatever. But Elicity, I'm I'm into it. And I'm I'm glad that it's happening the way it's happening. And it feels like it's a, a natural progression. So um, Felicity this week really takes on Oliver's leadership role. Um, well, and just his role in general. Because she just up and leaves the team and just like, oh, I need to go do some stuff. That's always my favorite superhero thing when they disappear. And they're like, so that's what that feels like. Uh, It's something that we've seen, you know, legitimately a thousand times. But again, it's it's funny to see people's reactions to it. When they're especially when they're normally the ones that are like, oh, I got a um, I got a thing. Got a thing. Got a thing that I got to go do. I'll be back or I won't. 
Bye. Uh, and, you know, being an old Helix member, come back to her. Does and she look ask different? Her, not really. Okay. I, maybe I just wasn't. I think her glasses were different. Okay. I, I, I don't know. It, did, it was one of those... When she came back, I was like, is that the same chick? And I looked it up and I'm all, it is. But I don't know. Maybe that hair was down. Yeah, I thought maybe they recast. No, same girl for sure. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, she she takes on, you know, this other thing. But she's not really, she's not really not telling. She's not really keeping it from Oliver, which is cool. And that's just like. One more thing that makes it seem like this isn't going to be a shit show with them this time. Yeah. Um, you know, because he offers to help, but she's like, no, I got this. My thing. I got to deal with it. You're a target all the time. You're under scrutiny. You're under a microscope right now. No. Um, and so, I mean, I think, I think he, he misses it. I think as much as he's enjoying not having such a high maintenance life. I think he still misses it. I mean, it's ingrained in him at this point. For the past six years, and, and he's there, been doing it in this city. There's got to be that high, you yeah, know, that he's not getting sitting behind a desk. You totally. know, the adrenaline rush and everything else that goes along with being a vigilante. It's just like I used to swing from rooftops. Now I'm sitting behind this desk. He's going to be bored soon. Yeah, if he's not already. <laughs> yeah, I think this episode showed how bored he was because he just kept showing up places. Yeah, he's just like, "Can I help, guys? Can I bring you a burger?" Can I just can I just sit and watch you vigilante? <laughs> <laughs> He's like that old retired guy just sitting there like what's going on? Like I I can still do this. You need help? You need help? I can still I still got it, man. I'm still spry. Um <laughs> I got one more in me. Let's go. Right? Well, I mean, you know, he doesn't listen and he still shows up to save her and totally ruins the plan because he wasn't paying attention and he wasn't in on things and he was just like, I saw the guys taking you. Bad men take my lady. I'm going to step in. Who who did you think that was at first? I don't know. I, I Did you expect Oliver? I think half of me did. Okay. Why? Because I, I, it caught me off guard. I was like, who? I'm like, I don't know why I got all excited. I was like, is Vigilante back? Is, you know, I was thinking like, is who is this? Like, who's gotcha. going after? You know, because... You know, did they actually hide something from us? So for a split second, I was just like, who is this? And then I was like, eh, it's got to be Ollie. <laughs> it's got to be Ollie. Come on. Yeah. It it was, again, that like fight scene and everything. They've been doing a really good job this year about, you know, the the choreograph. I mean, this shows cameras. This and, show generally has been top notch for choreography. Yeah. But they seem to step it up a lot this year. To where you're seeing different things and it's not so much arrow based, let's say, you know, especially with him not being able to use them. Yeah, right. So, well, and with Diggle not being able to use the bow and arrow in the same capacity. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of different things, which it's nice. Yeah, it is definitely nice. It's always nice to get a change up from these guys. Um, the guys that they have doing choreography on this show are phenomenal, but yeah, sometimes you. Sometimes you can feel like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, it's good fighting. Normal good fighting. Bet you he's going to roll on the ground and kick somebody right now. Right. Sometimes it's nice to switch it up. Yeah. Alrighty, with that, let's go into a quick break, and then we'll tackle the rest of the episode. 
Adam and Eve wants to give you more with free gifts. Go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. We're giving you 10 free gifts, a gift for her, a gift for him, plus a special gift you and your partner will both like, and six full-length adult DVDs and free shipping. So head on over to adamandeve.com and enter offer code RAINMAN at checkout. All right, so this week we also saw the return of Black Siren as she's kind of working with Caden. Weird. It's a weird turn of events. Is she just for hire now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's obvious. I mean, it's just like a... So she's on a different world than she was originally from. Um, the person who she is or was has already been declared dead so she can't just swoop in and take her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, she doesn't... What else is she going to do? She lived a life of crime under Zoom. Yeah. Like, what else is she going to do? <laughs> You're not going to see her, like, bed, bath, and beyond. Right. pillows. Not like Sarah. <laughs> not like her sister. Um, that would have been a funny run into each other. <laughs> right. What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Not much work for dead people. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, it's always so different. Every time we see uh, Black Siren and thinking back to Laurel and, you know, Black Canary, seeing the difference in her acting, I just, she really brings it as Black Siren. I loved her as Laurel. I always did. Even when she was a frustrating character, the issue was never with her writing. Or, like, with her acting. Sorry, it was with the writing. Yeah. Um, They made her character frustrating. But her acting was never bad. So I've always loved Laurel as a character. And uh, even when I found her frustrating. And I loved her once she found her footing as Black Canary. And was very upset when she got moidled. (laughs) When she got moidulated. Again. Yeah. Um... We we all we all know how I feel about that. Yeah. Was not happy. No, not so, at all. <laughs> it was very very troubling times for Lauren. It was, um, uh, but we had a you know she went to counseling for a little bit, <laughs> but we've got her back. She can actually say her name now. Um, <laughs> so, but I I'm loving Katie Cassidy as Black Siren. Um, she definitely has a just a different look and everything about her. Yeah, the way she carries herself, everything, you know, not just different suit, different hair, but yeah, 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 they're not the look in her eyes is different. Everything, the walk, kicking it, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I always wonder if they could have brought some of that to her as you know, the canary as black canary. I think they made her too soft too soon, it would have worked a lot better. It would have. I agree wholeheartedly. I think they made her too much of a pushover. Yeah. For a very long time on that show for her to be able to turn around and all of a sudden be a badass. Yeah, because she went from this kind of 
quote unquote victim or to, you know, you're supposed to believe that she can handle herself. And she did within six months, seven months. She did take that journey pretty well, all things considered. And, and what the character that came out on the other side of that whole gauntlet, I loved. I thought she came into her own and she was learning how to be a badass and maybe she could have gotten there with a little more toughness. But, but I think there was that character was established by the time she was at the end of that. And she was still a little too goody, goody, a little too soft. Um, If she was a little tougher from the beginning, a little harder as a character, you know, I think it would have worked a little bit better and maybe they wouldn't have felt the need to, Kill her and give us a third black canary in six seasons of a show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been through three black canaries. Are there any more black canaries we could bring into the show? No. (laughs) There weren't even this many. There was only ever two. And one of them, it depends on, you know, what continuity you're looking at. Because originally, you know, there was like a, there's... Dinah Laurel Lance and Dinah Drake. So there's, you know, I mean, there's just, there's only ever been two variations. We're not going to see the mom come back. Yeah, right. I mean, initially I thought that maybe we would have gotten an Easter egg when the show was first starting out. I thought maybe we'd get an Easter egg about how her mom used to be like a canary. Passing down the mantle. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Pass down the cry. She's busy with Doctor Who. I mean, she's not doing Doctor Who anymore, but... She's busy signing for Doctor Who. Yeah. She's busy signing forever for Doctor Who. (laughs) Yes. Although she's one of my favorite characters on that show. So, I mean, top notch there. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um... But I mean, let's let's talk about before we get into more more canary stuff. Let's talk specifically about Black Siren a little bit more um, because yeah, she's she's a mercenary now, and she seems way more ruthless than I think I expected her to be. Yeah the the Black Widow thing, I was like, you know, the seduction and all that other stuff. I did not expect out of that character. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate on it. What a way to go. Yeah, right. I mean, there's worse things that could happen. Um, but I didn't expect that to be the kind of the play as far as like an assassin goes. Right. Um and she's killing people with just no remorse. Does not care. Like I knew she talked a big game, but okay. All right. Here we are. <laughs> it's a little it's a little further than I thought. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not mad at it. That's fine. I was just taken aback. Um, Cause, uh, th- that whole opening scene where she just seduces the first guy mm-hmm. in the hotel. Like, I didn't, I don't know what I was expecting out of it. I thought maybe she was just trying, it was going to be her way to get along in this world. Not necessarily like whore herself out per se, but. Oh, I thought she was going to steal something from him. Yes. I thought it like was like black cat or Catwoman style. Yes. I thought that was that. That was the route they were going. And then when he even wound up dead, I was like, oh, all right. Caught me off guard there a little bit. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> here we, okay. I'm wrong about that one. <laughs> um, But we do see another canary battle on the topic of canaries. Um, This was better than the last one. The last one was the one where there was a couple 
uh, choreography goofs, right? Oopsies. Yeah, a couple little oopsies. Um, so this one was definitely better. Definitely better than the last one. Um, did anything stand out to you in particular? No, I just always wonder the whole like, <laughs> I'm like myth busters, physics of it all. If they were to scream at each other when they just cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only thing I ever think about when they just <laughs> sit there and start screaming at each other. I also, has Black Siren always introduced herself as Dinah? Black or have Siren. we ever seen her introduce herself at all like that? No. So I wonder if she goes by Dinah or she did go by Dinah Uh-oh. in her world. Because she does introduce herself as Dinah to one of the girls that she kills. I think that's a play or uh, I guess why would you introduce them and fucking kill them? How's she going to like tell anybody? Well, <laughs> she was just trying to like, you know, be friendly with the girl to gain trust so that she could kill her easily. But like... But she's not going to walk up and be like, hi, I'm Black Siren. Oh, my God, your shoes are so cute. Yeah. Where do you get them? That's so nice meeting. You know what I mean? Like, No, I got you. I, honestly, I can say I didn't even think about that until you just said it. I'm like, I don't, don't even remember her introducing herself. It's just weird because I don't think we've ever heard Katie Cassidy introduce herself as either of her characters as Dinah. No. But it is... Noted and mentioned and known that Laurel is named Dinah Laurel Lance. She just goes by her middle name because her mom went by the first name. Mm-hmm. So it was easier in her family for her to be Laurel when yeah. her mom was Dinah within the family dynamic. Um, but, you know, Ollie mentions that when Dinah Drake comes in and he says, you know, oh, I, I had a friend named Dinah, which is a super uncommon name. <laughs> It was also the name. Is it of, really? Because we have three of them now. Well, not in that universe. Or four of them. But it was them. also the name of my first cat when I was a kid. Now we know five. I named her Dinah. The cat that belonged to Alice Kingsley in Alice in Wonderland was also named Dinah. <laughs> That's all I know. I was like, if you keep naming them, I'm calling bullshit on you. Like, there's also not being a common that name. song. Where it's like someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. Those are literally the only instances I've ever heard that name. Now we just had every Wikipedia reference of Dinah. Right? Literally every single one. I don't think I've... Like, those are all the things I can pull from my brain. But I I don't know of any others. There's three Dinahs in their universe. Technically four if you include, you know, doppelgangers as a multiple. It's very... That seems very unlikely. Um, all right. So we also see Michael Emerson show up. And uh, I got to say, the coldest character I think we've ever seen on this show. He is almost, you always wonder when they, the way he acts, like you're... Just the absence of like feeling, I guess. Yeah. And it always gives you that creepy type vibe off of him. And he's always kind of done that character real well. So the casting of this was really well done. I really liked it. It was really, really good. Um, We didn't see him when he was released from Argus, right? Nope. Just had a bag on his head. Yeah. They almost did like the same thing where they did with uh, Damien Dark. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like a mention and then a shadow, not really a person yet. That's what I thought. Um, 
And I couldn't quite remember, but yeah. You know, he also voiced the Joker in Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Did not know that. I don't know if he did it in the first one. Yeah, he did it in both of them. He was the voice of the Joker in the animated adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. Um, That's pretty cool. Oh, he's got DC ties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them do. A lot of the characters, a lot of the actors that they bring in usually have like done something for DC, like a voice or something like that. Well, it's 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 good work. And when you get good actors, it translates well. So mm-hmm. why not grab them and use them anywhere you can? And if, you know, you're a good actor and you're just looking for a job to fill a couple weeks until something else starts, why not go do an animated film? Totally. Um, so he is even more calculating than I think we were ready for or anticipating because he definitely gets Felicity to do his dirty work for him. So his fingerprints are not all over anything and it's all Felicity smoke. Um, but let's, let's talk a little bit about that whole scene. You know, they're in the building and trying like Felicity's trying to get into the room to stop them and what, what she thinks is stopping them and preventing them from their goal. And Ollie gets to play Overwatch. Not the Blizzard game, but the character. Um, He gets to be the one at the computer giving directions and finding safe routes for everyone and stuff like that. You know, and he's he's leading her through and he's actually doing a very good job of it. He's not panicked. He's just calm and he's like, okay, I'm sorry. There's a learning curve. Okay, I got it now. Here we go. I'm going to make sure you're safe. And you can tell Felicity's panicking too, a little bit. So... Um, because she's not usually the one in the field. You always wonder if, like, he's uh, you know, they wrote it that way because he wants to know what, like, he wants in his ear at that time. You yeah, know, that 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 calming voice of "You're fine, go ahead, go now," you know, type of thing. Instead of, "Oh my God, Lauren, you need to do this right now." Turn left. Turn left. Right now. Le- le- what? Le- what? My uh, left. Right, right, left. Yeah. Oh shit! You're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And Ollie was always, like, fairly calm and collected on the other end of, you know, the the communications while he was in the field. But um, he was so much more stern about it and gruff and, mm, well, give me that info and blah, 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 this and that. And he's just, he's softened. Yes. And he's just like, okay, go left. I'm sorry, that was my left. It's going to be your right. There's a learning curve. Let me do the thing. Okay, I'll get you there safely. So we've said soften with Oliver a lot. Do you think that's going to affect him if he when he puts the hood back on? I don't know if it'll affect him negatively, but it will affect him in some way. Okay. I mean, it it can't not. You know, like it has to affect him in some way. Yeah, we it was just something we brought up a lot this episode, and you just it just made me think. And well, honestly, I think it's going to change him for the better once he puts on the hood. He's not going to be. He's going to be. Um, I don't know. He just seems like he's so much more at peace. So he's able to sit back and think clearly and rationally and more quickly about things and, and find the right path. And I don't just mean, you know, for Felicity through this building. I mean, like in general, you know, what's the right choice to make? It seems like there's a lot more clarity there for him. And I think that will translate once he does take back the mantle of Green Arrow. I think that's going to, that's going to translate into better decision-making as the arrow. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
Diggle, however, is handling the team much more like he was taught to handle teams in the military. He's he's less, I don't know, he's less impulsive and more like strategic in yeah. formations mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. It is and it's good. It's good to see that because it would be weird if all of a sudden you ran the team completely the same way Oliver did where everybody's just like running around doing things. Right. Um so it, it's nice that they've written it different, you know, and it gets to show off a different side of the teams. Well, and especially with a character who you talk all the time about having military experience, you need to show that. When he's in command of a of like a strike team, you need to show that. Yeah. Um and there was a really good scene as she was she's she's in the room, she's hacking away, she's doing her thing. She's in there talking to Oliver and uh Meanwhile, the team is handling business outside of that room. Yeah. And it was, that was a good time. Yeah, they've, again, it was another just like long extended action scene where it it didn't look like it was a bunch of cuts. It looked like, you know, they were kind of, everybody's running around and hitting the remarks. And it was flowing, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, oh, let's look over here and look over here and over here. It's just like you see everything kind of, flowing together and you always wonder like how many takes is that you know do they get at that you yeah. know where it's like oh, i'm sorry i'm extra four i tripped running through <laughs> my my bad oh man i'm gonna get fired so i it, it it's again they've i will say they've upped the game with those type of scenes this year the again with um Diggle running the team again, doing it differently and, and not making it feel like it was an old team arrow thing that it's him running the team the way he thinks it should run. And, uh, you know, even having the crossbow this uh, week and then even the, the, the crossbow shot that was uh, killed by the canary cry. Yeah. Yes. You're just like, oh, that was fucking dope looking, <laughs> you know, you and know, I got to agree with you. It was even the, the the interaction between those two was spot on, and again, there was just chaos going all around them, and it and it worked. I think it's safe to say that Arrow as a show might be back, man. It's it's back. Yeah. Um, we had some doubts for a couple of the shows on the network, and I'm not I'm not disappointed with any of them. I don't think I loved the season premiere of Arrow, but. I, uh, but after that, you know, it's only gone uphill for me. Yeah. And, and I think the season premiere for all of us was just one of those, you had so much potential and it was kind of disappointing that nobody really died. They didn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, oh, you guys didn't risk anything here. Right. And there was so much at risk. Yes. Um, yeah, it was just like, all oh, summer, we're like, who's going to die? And we're like, nobody important. Speaking of risky risks. So Ollie is getting investigated by the FBI and even though he's been exonerated in the eyes of the public as, you know, not being the Green Arrow and just good old mayor, um, there's still an active investigation on him and with a mention of Felicity's digital fingerprints being on opening the, like, opening up the firewall to the arc light. Yeah. Or to the vault. Um, you know, is this another FBI thing? 
are we going to see something come back and bite Felicity in the ass? Is she going to get caught by the FBI? It, I, I mean, it, it seems to be the only like, why else would they mention it? Right. Yeah. We have this investigation. We kind of saw whatever that straw man board or whatever you want to call it of like known acquaintances or mm-hmm. and she was on there. And if all of a sudden she is in this like hacking thing and they find out, like I said, her fingerprints are on it. Of course, they're going to tie it back to Oliver Queen and anything that's going on with him and start more investigating. Like, why are the people around you doing this? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's it's the only reason I can see bringing that up. Because if not, just be like, oh, well, I tricked her into bringing it down. You know, not knowing that her signature is all over bringing it down. Yeah. It could have been left to, you know, um, no, he, but he's a skilled hacker too. So I don't, I don't really know. It's, it definitely has to be something, you yeah. know, and the FBI is the closest, um, most reasonable option for that being a problem. Yeah. Hmm. That's going to be a bad time. I'm concerned for where the FBI storyline's going. I, it's just, it, the FBI storyline for me. I'm I'm trying to look for things that it could be used for mm-hmm. and I don't see anything because I don't buy the bullshit of you know Daigle's wife controls Argus Argus reports to the president can't we get this taken care of right like can't we can't we just call in a favor here yeah we just call it like Argus already knows they know all their identities they know you know everything they keep tabs on it so obviously they have it under control at least to and the extent that it matters and that it you know needs to be but the FBI doesn't have access to Argus, so yeah, I don't know. They're they're underneath Argus, I would say. Yeah, these people kind of work with people higher than you, so yeah, it it, it feels like it should just be thrown away. Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of throwaway, we didn't have any William this episode. <laughs> I'm not saying to throw away the child. I'm just saying he was kind of thrown out of the episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was weird. Somebody that was kind of so key to everything, but I I don't know where you put them in there. It's like, do you guys go on mini golfing dates with Felicity and Oliver or, you know? I think it was better. Yeah. I think it's better for them to make the, it. It's a good choice. If he doesn't fit in the episode, you don't need to cram him in there. We don't need to see every second of Oliver's day. There's going to be some days where his fatherly responsibilities aren't the majority of what is happening in that day. Yeah. And that's normal. That's okay. So I think it was it was a smart decision. We don't need to get burnt out on a kid being there just for the sake of like he's here. Remember? Yeah. Hey guys, remember William? This is my son. His mom's dead. Just in case you guys forgot. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I'm not hating the kid thing. Um, I thought it was a little cheesy at the beginning. Would the bad man still here? You're the bad man. What are you six? Grow the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. You're in middle school, child. This is why you get beat up. Yeah. Right here. But the the kid, the writing for the kid has become much better. Yeah. Um, it's become a little more mature, a little more age appropriate to him rather than Batman. Um and uh I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not mad at it. I thought it was gonna be a much we were skeptical. All of us were skeptical and I was being pretty, pretty cynical about it. I thought it was going to be a really bad time and cause a bunch of unnecessary drama and crap. 
And honestly, it hasn't been overly dramatic. Like stuff, dramatic things have happened so far in these episodes, but it hasn't been quite as soap opera-y. No. It's been nice, regular TV drama. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm really impressed so mm-hmm. far. It feels nice to be back in love with Arrow. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I mean, they've really kicked up the visuals and the, the, the choreography and how they're shooting things. Um, the dialogue has gotten better. I think, uh, the writing for the actors and letting the actors kind of just fit into their roles naturally rather than writing things that seems kind of out of character, mostly for Felicity. Um, it's been good. I'm, I don't really, I don't really have complaints about this episode. No, not, not at all. And you hit it on the head. They've, improved on the things that we've kind of complained about over you know camera issues here the action scenes looking kind of janky you know uh again not forcing elicity 2.0 on us but slow playing it let them like evolve a relationship not you know force feed it to us um They've handled the William thing good. It's cool that they leave them off episodes. Again, we don't need everybody all the time. And I think that was the other complaint that we used to always have is like, oh, cool. There's 73 people running around the fucking lair. Yeah. You know, what are they all doing? Do do we have something for them to do? Okay, we don't. All right. Why are they even on the episode? Because they signed here? a contract? <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, so it's nice that they're like pacing it out better and keeping the, the the characters they need on screen. And, you know, Captain Lance wasn't in this episode. Really had no reason to be. Yeah. You know? And, and they gave him a good purpose, too, of like, hey, uh, can you try and take care of, like, some of the police problems that we might have? Like, let's, can you, can you work on that? Find a solution? Yep. Okay. All right. Great. You know, like. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not getting again where they were trying to shove fucking 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Mm -hmm. Um, so again, they've corrected course and it's actually showing. I mean, uh, the ratings are going up. Shit, Arrow is getting listened to more on our end, you know, so people are obviously more interested in it than they have been in the past. So that's a good sign. Yeah. I'm loving where things are going. I hope this keeps up. I am really excited to see what happens next. Uh, next episode. Speaking of sons, though, next episode we're probably going to see the beginnings of Blade Wilson's son coming into play. Yep. And, um, and, and another one where again, uh, it's gonna, probably going to be Oliver going by himself. We don't need to take the whole fucking team with us. We don't need to take the whole team. So it, it's something to look forward to for the next two episodes. Yeah. All right. With that. We're going to wrap things up. That's going to be it for today's DC on CW Arrow edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter is at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we will catch you next time. Not in the mood for chit-chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are. 